right, well, welcome to another amazing, exciting episode of the Good Talk Podcast. Yeah, <laughs> setting some high expectations. Yeah, I don't know why I said that, but... Amazing, incredible... I think it's going to be. Award-winning. It's episode 47, and it's called, Are You Better Off Now? I like that. Are You Better Off Are Now? Are You Better Off Now? It doesn't sound very Christmassy, but it kind of is. Yeah. End of, end of year Well, it should excitement. be because Christmas... This week. I know. Christmas is this week. I'm really excited. We got so much planned. I know. It's going to be a blast. And and we officially got Goal Getter out there. Oh, my gosh. I am like, whew. That was a... Way to go. I'm going to high five you. you. Thank you. did such a dang good job with that. Thank you. You did too. I mean, you did all the... You were the mind behind it, but I had to learn a lot of things i've really enjoyed being able to talk about it more publicly now because i i just i don't know i believe in it so much i I really do i believe in goals i believe in this you know we we were talking this morning about how um do-overs are absolutely available every day yeah every day you wake up you get to choose Mm -hmm. you get to decide and um, I, this is why I believe so much in goals, because I believe goals are the quickest way to get from where you are now to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's so exciting to me about thinking about people going through this course and, 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 and trusting their biggest goals and dreams mm-hmm. to that process. Cause yeah. I, cause, and I'm okay with that, because I know the process works, if, you, yeah. if you'll stick with and it. And you're a, so if you don't know Pete personally, he's like a people pleaser. He doesn't like to oversell anything. Or he doesn't like to give people things they don't need. And so mm-hmm. knowing you and knowing how confident you are in that, like I know, I know, I know that this yeah. is something you really believe in. And you know, I think goals have a bad rep. I think it's always like, oh yeah, set goals for your new year. Like, and then maybe you get them, maybe you don't. But really, I mean, I look back at our new year as new year's goals. We do that every December. We like mm-hmm. sit down and write them down. Had we not done it, those things and had been specific about those things, we wouldn't have probably accomplished half the things because we're like, we keep each other accountable, right? Yeah. So I just think, you know, yes, your goals can be just like they were last year where you talk about them and you don't chase after them at like in a practical pursuit or you can actually be intentional about it. And yeah. I think I'm just super excited about this stuff. Yeah, I am Yay. too. Um, if, if you want, you, yeah. go ahead. You, you're... <laughs> If you're interested in it, you can go to thegoalgetter.com, G-O-A-L, getter.com, um, and you can learn more about it. There's a couple different options. Uh, one option we're really excited about, kind of mirrors an experience we had last year, just shorter, is the group coaching option. Mm-hmm. So you can go by just buy the course and do it self-guided, or you can buy the option where you are a part of a group. Um, and once a week for six weeks, you're going to you know, kind of engage in a coaching experience with Pete. Um, talk to every, uh, the other people in the group. I think that was the people in your uh, dream, your group this year, that was like their biggest. They loved it. Oh my gosh. And, and just incredible yeah. people. You just meet the best people. So you do. And I, and I, you know, this course, it's, it's more than me just teaching about goals sure, and the yeah. process. There's worksheets. There's, I think you know, that's where the work exercises is. there is. And that's where the group coaching comes in Yeah, because it's one thing for you to just have it there in front of you. It's another thing for you to be going through it. And I'm able to kind of walk you through, okay, now why did you say this? Or why do you believe that? Mm-hmm. Or what if we move this over here, move this timeline mm-hmm. and, and you can really personalize and get into those exercises yeah. with them and with the other people in the group. So yeah, that's yeah, a that, great that group that, and that you can only do that through what? When's the cutoff for that? Uh, January 10th is when okay. like we're cutting off signups for that because the actual, the first session is like mid-January. I think it's January yep. 18th. So um, all those dates are on the on the website. But yeah, that cutoff is in like 15 days, two weeks. That's Perfect. crazy. Cool. 
Get All set. right, switching gears. Let's talk a little more about Christmas. What yeah. are you most excited about going into this last week? Mm. You know, I think having a baby at Christmas is just different. It um, is. She's so, so tiny, fun. so like she doesn't know about Santa yet. Oh, she knows. She knows. She will be um, tracking him on the radar with me. But I'm just, it's, you know, you, you pretend to be a kid at Christmas time anyways. And so when you have one, you, can, you have extra excuses <laughs> yeah, to like do yeah. stupid stuff. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to go to Georgia, um, you know, for me. You know, I think nothing feels like Christmas until you are where you were or around the people that you were yeah, with when sure. you were little. So sure. um, going home to Georgia makes me just feel all Christmassy inside. What about you? I Well, first of all, I, I, you know, I've got all the boys at home, which yeah. is awesome. You know, yeah, Jeff's back full. from college. And yes, and like tonight we're doing a, uh, we're doing a gingerbread mm-hmm. Contest. So uh, one of the boys and his girlfriend and the other two boys, we were all we're all teamed, teamed up. up, right? So there's three different teams building three different gingerbreads uh, houses, and then we're going to invite some people to vote on it. But what what's exciting, and this is it, and some of you are right now are like, how, you have three teenage boys that are going to do gingerbread houses. How in the world did you get them to do gingerbread? Well, number one, I haven't gotten them yet. It's tonight, but they're they're actually they're excited it. about it. And the reason they are is because there's a fifty dollar cash prize. Oh my gosh! So you have to add cash into it. We'll do whatever it takes. They get excited. We'll do whatever it takes. I know. I'm excited. I hope. Hopefully, we'll take some pictures at the houses and probably. Post some, so yeah, if I'm you're sure. interested, I'm sure. Um, yeah, so great. I know your heart's full. All the kids here, so it's just gonna be great. That's what I love. I love the experiences. I love the little things we do, driving around, looking at light. All, all of it. I love it. It's Christmas week when this comes out. I know. Oh my gosh, I'm just. I feel like December flew by. It did. Anyways, so it did. Episode forty-seven. Are you better off now? Are you better off now? So can I tell you real quick how this came about? It's funny because we were just talking about it. Uh, I've been coaching a group of people. A fairly large group of people, several dozen, through um, this experience this year of chasing after their most important goals and dreams. Mm -hmm. And we just wrapped up, literally just wrapped up the year. And my last kind of coaching meeting with them. And um, it's it's interesting because people who tend to invest in things like that are are, tend to be pretty driven, successful people, right? They have goals, they have dreams, they're going after it. And it's easy, uh, I think, if you're a very driven person, to to not celebrate the wins along the way. That's something I've struggled with my whole life is not stopping to celebrate the wins. Mm-hmm. Just move on to what's next, right? Mm-hmm. It's also very easy if you're a driven person to look back on the year and to focus on the things you didn't get to mm-hmm. or that you didn't accomplish and then begin to actually think this year was a bust. Mm. And that's usually not... The case. So, for example, with this group of people, they all had different goals. Some of them wanted to lose 25 pounds. Some of them wanted to read 12 books. Some of them wanted, I had, I had several, two book. or three people wanted to write a book and, and did fantastic with that. Um, you know, it, it might be to grow your business 25%. Who knows, right? It, it's real easy to say, uh, let's say your goal was to grow your business by 25%, right? And you only grew it 20%. It's real easy. To be so narrowly focused on that goal that you're like, I didn't do it. I lost, right? I did, I did not achieve the goal. I didn't get to where I wanted mm-hmm. to be. And I, I just I want to be very mindful that a lot of us have the temptation to grade our entire year solely on whether or not we met a particular goal or check something off the, you know, off the list. Mm-hmm. And I just think that would be a mistake. Yeah. I, I think goals should be measurable. But the measure of progress on a goal should not define how the year actually went. And there's a phenomenal question. A guy by the name of Tim Ferriss wrote this book. 
called the four hour work week. Mm-hmm. And then he asked this great question. The question is, are you better off now than you were a year ago? Mm. I think that's the question we should all be asking right Just, now. Just are you better off now? Yeah. We're wrapping up. Are you better off now than you were a year ago? Meaning, you know, where, where you're at. And, and there's a guy in the group, uh, I won't say his name, but, you know, he was kind of telling us in the group, he, he, he didn't meet a lot of the goals that he had set at the beginning of the year. I said, but, you know, but what did you accomplish? We got mm-hmm. kind of talking about that. He's like, well, I'm a much better dad today than I was a year ago. I got my dream job. I got, I'm better off yeah. financially. I'm healthier. I'm like, I think you it, did all it your things. It sounds like you hit the <laughs> jackpot. Like, let's remove numbers and percentages yeah. and all that. Like, you're much better off now than you were a year ago. Mm-hmm. It, but see, that's my point. It's so easy to get focused on what we haven't done. And so, my hope is that if you're listening to this right now, you can look back on your year and say, yeah, you know what? I am. I'm actually better off today than I was a year ago. Not because you necessarily met every one of your goals, but because the pursuit of those goals changed you in some way. That's good. And that's that's why I think goal setting is so important. I think you meeting the actual goal, that's great. But that's icing on the cake. What happens to you as a person in your pursuit of that goal is what really matters. And I think because life gets so busy and so demanding, it's easy to overlook the small ways that you improve yourself Mm -hmm. and you improve your circumstances. And this is particularly the case if you tend to be pretty self-critical and, you know, you tend to focus on and recall what you're doing wrong or what didn't meet your expectations. And so... Um, I, I think it's important that we all learn to stop and to celebrate the wins. And I'm about to give us an exercise here in just a minute that I think can help all of us. If you're if you're struggling right now to come up with what your small wins were this year, hang on for just a few minutes because at the end here, I'm going to give you five questions that I think you can focus on that might help you realize mm-hmm. what some of those things are. Yeah. Um, and and let me can I tell you why I think this is so important? Are you wanting to jump in? No. Jump in. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I get going on this stuff He's, and I get so excited. So, no, you're good. Keep going. No, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, <laughs> but this is like five minutes ago, so I don't know that <laughs> it's even relevant anymore. I was just gonna say the mindset of like if you're able to acknowledge the small wins, I feel like you're more likely to then set new goals and chase after those with more energy. Whereas if you end each year mm-hmm. thinking about what you didn't do, I feel like you'd go into the next year like less motivated. You know, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way. Bingo. Bingo. And that's exactly where I was going oh, next. <laughs> no, you're, you're right on point because this is why it's so important to celebrate the small wins along the way and to focus on the progress that you're making because it creates momentum. Momentum is so important, and mm-hmm. if you if you only focus on what you didn't do, what you didn't accomplish, what didn't meet your expectations, you're right. It it takes your momentum away, and you will stop dreaming and setting goals, and then you slip into what I call approaching life from a default perspective, like just whatever happens that happens, happens versus design future, right? Or, or default created, future, yeah. design future, or created future. Some people would call it, where you know. Again, it's not design future doesn't mean that it goes exactly the way you want to design it, but it's a whole different perspective of life's happening, you know, just to me versus, no, I've got some goals, some dreams, some things that I want to kind of live mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people will say to me, I don't have a dream or I don't have a goal. And I'm, I, I don't believe that. I just don't. Yeah. Because we all have a long history 
of setting goals and dreams and not accomplishing them. Mm-hmm. And so when that happens, you just you just kind of... It's almost like a defense mechanism. It is. Like, don't let yourself dream because what's the point? Yeah, exactly. It is. Yep. So I've been talking a lot lately about this concept and trying to kind of work through it of one degree turns. Yeah, I think it's so good. And because psychologists who study like life change tell us that positive transformation happens more quickly when we do it in small steps versus heroic leaps, mm. right? It's, yeah. all, it's all about those small steps. And, you know, it, it's about repeatedly putting a little less time into what you don't love and a little more time into what you do love. And isn't that so much more doable? Like It is. To try and leap versus taking a small step is so much it's more practical it's like oh i can do i can do that i can i can do this one little thing that moves me towards that versus i'm going to exercise seven times a week and i'm never going to eat bread in my life again like you know what i mean and that's and and actually in the goal getter course you know we start big picture yeah let's dream what are the big dreams what are the big goals and we kind of then start to establish what are the habits Mm -hmm. that you have to have every day to actually achieve that but it's about these one degree turns i used to fly quite a bit from New York to Dubai. Mm-hmm. And that is a long flight. <laughs> and this, this, I thought about this idea that if the plane, let's say every 30 minutes, just takes a one degree turn, right? Just a one degree turn in one direction or the other. At the end of that, I think it's an 18 hour flight. Um, I don't know where you're going to be, but you're not going to be in Dubai. <laughs> you would never notice a small little change. But the end result is much, much different. Right. It's one degree turns. And, and this is why it's so important to celebrate the small wins, to celebrate your slight shifts in perspective, to celebrate a little tweak in your mindset, to celebrate a new habit. Um, you got to celebrate that. And I, you posted a video yesterday. I didn't realize when you took the video what you, you were doing, but t- <laughs> tell that story. So I'm sitting on the ground playing with Pepper. Um, and we just, we were upstairs because I changed her environment a lot. And Pete was working out upstairs. He was on our bike. And, um, the Peloton. He was like in a class, and the instructors are awesome. If, you have, ah, if you've ever ridden, they're just really inspiring. And he felt very inspired at the moment. And, um, I, I was already going to be filming him because he was just ecstatic over there for some reason. And so, <laughs> and I can't hear what he's hearing, but all of a sudden he goes, Yes, ninety-two out of three hundred and twenty-seven <laughs> people. I'm like, you're so excited about being in ninety-second place well, out of three hundred and twenty-seven people. <laughs> yes, sure. That's there are amazing. there are ninety-one people who finished ahead of me. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm new to this, and so my goal has been in one of these classes. I'm like, I just want to break the top one hundred, like, because I'm almost always kind of in the middle towards the end of the pack. Mm-hmm. I've never ridden a, a bike before. So this is, I mean, I've ridden bikes, but not like exercise yeah. bike. So I was celebrating that. I know. And I just thought it was hysterical. And you, of course, made a, a this is what happens when you're married to a life coach. It's like, <laughs> he turns everything into a, just this grander lesson of life. But your lesson was celebrating the small wins. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, this, if you have a Peloton and you are in any of those classes, you, you already know this, but you know, I, I, I hate riding a bike. I don't. I, in fact, when we got it, I did not think I would even participate in it. And now I'm, I'm starting to love it. And it, it's because 
what they do in those classes is exactly what we're talking about. They yeah. find ways to celebrate the small wins. They don't just celebrate when you get to the end of the 30-minute yeah. or 40-minute class. They're finding little segments within there to encourage you, to remind you, hey, you're doing great. Hey, you just made it over that hill. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Now we got a flat mm-hmm. road ahead of us. Exactly, yeah. You know, it's it's and they're, they're brilliant. I'm sure they've studied this at keeping people motivated. Mm-hmm. And that you is, need that. Yeah. And that's why this is so important. So let me give you five questions and what i want to do jordan is actually ask you these questions so that we kind of have an example of the way this goes okay these are five questions listen if you need to pause this to grab a pen and paper do it because i I really want you to get alone somewhere in some inspired place wherever that is for you and sit down and take an hour to journal through these five questions because i think it it could shift your perspective going into 2022 okay all right you ready Mm -hmm. first question what achievement are you most proud of this year? I guess having a baby isn't an achievement. Uh, um, I would say that's an achievement. <laughs> that was, that's one. And then, um, yeah, I think that, that's what I'll say. Oops. Having a baby. Having a baby. I don't, again, I don't, that feels like a weird, I don't know, that's an achievement. But, I think it is. Um, I think the other thing, which is a goal that I had set, the achievement was um, really kind of tackling our own course this year. Yeah, you did it. Well, we did it, but yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, and I would say there, you know, try thinking back, for instance, to, you know, what did you achieve during the spring? Or what did you achieve during the summer? What did you achieve during the fall? If you get stuck on that question, if, mm-hmm. if you're trying to journal this out, but it's important. What, what achievement are you most proud of this year? Then number two, what was a new habit or, t- or routine that you created this year? That has improved your life. Mm. A new habit, a new routine that has improved your life. In the last year, I said I wanted to work out five times a week. Um, and so the habit of exercise is not new, but the frequency is new. I think I only did like three days a week before. And I think that five days was such a change for me because it became a part of my lifestyle. It wasn't something I had to do anymore. It was just part of my day. Um, and I think that helped me through my pregnancy more than anything in the world. And mm. then um, also post uh, like having the baby being able to get back on that and it's it so impacts my mental health that um i think that goal was way more than just like a physical goal for me it was a mental health goal yeah and did you do it every single week i think i did except for like you know the first month postpartum um but i really i really believe i did do that i mean i remember there were days i was nine months pregnant and we were just like even if it was a slow walk and i think that's a huge part about it it's like you know, and we talk about the bike, like they'll say, no matter what, just don't stop. Even if you have to Mm. go slow, don't stop. And so I think that was my, my goal in pregnancy was like, just go for a walk. Just do what you said you're going to do. Even if it's a slow walk, if it's a waddle, whatever it is. So that was, yeah. Mom was uh, the gratitude journal. Oh, and you did that. You did that the whole year. I did. But, but again, I look back and I'm like, did I do it every single day? No. There are times I've, I missed three or four days, just got busy, or I was traveling, yeah. got out of the habit. And I look back, and I'm like, I, I'm okay. I, my goal was to do it every single day. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it every day. I probably, out of 365 days, I probably did it 330-something days. Yeah, but you went, got back on it when you did it. I did. And I look back, and I can say, is my was my year, am, am I better off today than I was a year ago? Absolutely. And one of the reasons is because of that gratitude journal. It just created this. Again, attitude, yeah, Yeah, this mindset. So, okay, third one. What did you face head on this year rather than avoiding such as, you know, maybe you dealt with credit card debt or maybe, you know, had a difficult conversation, but you 
you faced it head on rather than just avoiding it or sweeping it under the carpet? Mm. Um, something that I've kind of been thinking about for a long time and, you know, you know this well, and I've talked about it on the podcast, but I was just in a job that, um, was a great, it was a great job. It just wasn't where I was needing to be. Mm. Um, I was kind of capped in my growth and, um, I stayed for years because it was comfortable in my mind. It was easy for me. Um, it was flexible for my schedule, all those things. So all those things beat out the real like heart need, which was, I need to be challenged. I need to be inspired. I need to grow. And all those things are uncomfortable and all those things are not flexible and, you know, a little more unstable. And, um, so I was just nervous to do that for a long time. And this year I did it. That's awesome. I jumped and that to, to like, you helped me do that, you know? And so I think, um, I needed that someone to come alongside me and tell me that that was okay. Cause that also meant like, Hey, you don't have the the paycheck right now, but I am now able to really focus on a lot of the things that we're building. Um, and that risk was high because right now what I'm doing doesn't pay off yet. Yep. Right. Like I've got to put a lot in before we see anything come out. Um, so that was something that That's I, huge, I was Jordan. facing. For a long you exchanged safety for significance. You, you had a dream and a goal, but you also had, a very comfortable, safe environment. And eventually what happened is you cared more about wanting to have significance and add value Mm -hmm. versus the comfortability and safety of where you were. Yeah. Big. It's big. All right, number four. Uh, What was the goal for the year that you followed through on or partially followed through on? I think it's the exercise goal. Sorry I said that already. But yeah, that one was a big one. Um, Yeah, I think that that was the one that I was most consistent with. Awesome. And number five, what did you try that didn't work out, but the process of trying it moved you, uh, moved your thinking forward in a helpful way? Um, I think something I tried that did I didn't pursue as much as I should have, which was a goal to like, I think it was the first 30 minutes of my day to spend reading or um, somehow getting inspired of content or whatever, just mm-hmm. so that it, because that really fuels me. Um, I think I did it for a week. And then life got in the way or a baby got in the way. But I will say that I knew that those were things that I had told myself that I was going to be doing. And so in other areas, I would try to like make up for that, if yeah. that makes any sense. Yep. So like Pepper would be asleep in my arms and I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and read. So I didn't do what I said I was going to do. I didn't even partially do what I said I was going to do. But the way that it did change kind of how I moved forward was it was still an awareness. You know, I think mm-hmm. it was, I was still, and I don't think I said, oh, Jordan, you're failing at this. It was more just, you need to find a way, even if it's not how you said you were going to do it, to do it. Um, so I don't know. That's would kind would of your answer. goal in that area look different going into 2022? I don't think so. I think I made that goal not really understanding what lack of sleep and baby life was, mm-hmm. would be like. Um, so I think, and, and when I was pregnant, my focus was so on that. It was hard to like really dream outside of that. So I really believe this year, now that like that's, part of my life like I have a much more tangible and practical way to say I want to do this um so yeah I don't think I would change it I think I would I think I would keep that even if it's a different time of day I think it's something I still have to do yeah that's good yeah I'm gonna give you guys the five questions one more time okay and in case you missed or you want to write these down because I really want to encourage you to spend some time with it doesn't it like now don't you look back on it you're like oh yeah I did some stuff yeah yeah. Uh, what achievement are you most proud of from this year? Mm-hmm. That's number one. Number two, what was a new habit or routine that you created uh, that has improved your life? Number three, what did you face head on this year rather than avoiding? 
Number four, what was a goal for the year that you followed through on or partially followed through on? And number five is what did you try that didn't work out, but the process of trying it moved your thinking forward in a helpful way? Mm-hmm. Spend some time with that and, and, and then celebrate it, right? Oh, yeah. Fig, figure out a way to celebrate whatever that looks like for you to celebrate that. Celebrate the progress. Nope, you probably didn't accomplish every goal you had this past year. You probably didn't make every improvement that you wanted to. You probably look back and you have a little regret about this or that. Instead of focusing on the negative and what didn't happen, let's focus on the progress that happened, the change that did happen, the small steps, the small wins, the tweaks in mindset, the tweaks in the way that you view yourself today differently than you viewed yourself at the beginning of this year. Mm -hmm. And then let's use that momentum to kind of just slingshot us into 2022. Yeah, that's so good. I love it. I'm excited about next year. I I think writing goals down is so helpful. I never did that before you. I just always in my brain said, oh, I want to get in good shape. I want to, you know, but writing them down. And I think, you know, some of the steps that you go through in Goal Getter are so crucial, like, mm-hmm. you know, making them specific and measurable and all these things um, that I think if you if you are kind of in like a, I don't know how to do this, like this feels overwhelming and daunting and or maybe you procrastinated this goal forever. Um, I'm not just saying this because it's our course. I'm saying it because it, it, we've seen it be successful in so many people's lives, but, um, it's so helpful. Like it's, it gives you the practical pathway and that's what I need as a, as a goal setter (laughs) because I just kind of set the goal and put it up in the air and look at it. Um, I, I need practical help. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I think that, you know, there's obviously a cost associated with, sure. with the course, right? And it has to be. There's production. There's, you know, edit, there's a lot of work that goes into to creating one of these. Mm-hmm. Um, and so some people will look at the cost and be like, eh, you know, I, I think I can just do this on my own. And, and maybe you can. And if you have a history of doing that, then yeah, just do it on your own. But while people will count the cost of a course or people count the cost of therapy or they count the cost of coaching, coaching yeah. uh, or the cost of a, of, a, of a great book, what people generally don't count the cost of is being stuck at the same place a year from now that you are now. Mm. And that, that's a painful cost. Yeah. If you get to the end of, like if I got to the end of this year and I didn't meet any, like if I was just kind of in the same place or barely moved the needle, if you said, hey, Jordan, would you pay $89 to be leaps and bounds forward? I'd be like, yeah, I'd probably pay $100,000, not really. But I would- You like, wouldn't because you don't have $100,000. I, I don't even have a little bit of that. But it's like, if someone said, Jordan, would you pay X? And it was somewhat realistic. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, I would. Because mm-hmm. you got to the end and you're not where you wanted to be. And so- I don't know. I just think the nature of the proactive like application is so good. Yeah, that's awesome. Hooray! Woohoo! Well, Merry Christmas, guys. Oh my gosh, I, I really do. I, I'll just say this, and I don't say this lightly. I, I know that this isn't a magical time of year for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it can be difficult. Um, yeah, I've got a friend whose wife passed away on Christmas Day two years ago, and it's a tough time. So for those of you that this is a tough time, just want you to know you're in our thoughts and our prayers. Um, but I really do hope as you go into this Christmas season that you're surrounded by the people that you love the most and that love you the most. I hope you have an amazing Christmas. Uh, happy we, New Year. Happy New Year. We, we, and we'll have another podcast 
After the new year. After the new year. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, have a great Christmas. Have a happy new year. We're so honored to be on this journey with you guys. Thanks so much as always for just listening. All right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.